0: Dueling Genre Productions presents
1: Oh my god, do you see that?
0: When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind.
1: Oh my god, I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport and I can fly.
0: Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now, there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately. No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge.
2: Your brain
0: works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. At Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here! I'm going to make you all into superheroes!
1: Screw it. Let's go save the day. The Powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine.
0: I'm going to show this whole city
2: what real passion truly is.
0: And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means there are our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers.
1: You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be
0: superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere.
1: Dueling Genre. Uh,
0: this is the one I have the most notes for because it's super dialogue heavy. But it's all characters that we're never going to see here speak again. This is the only time they ever speak. Either of them, I think.
2: Poor little guys.
0: Aww. That's cute. We'll talk about it.
2: They're like, we wanted more money. <laughs> <laughs> Give us lines. <laughs> I know, and then they got cut from the
0: theatrical cut anyway. Poor kids.
2: Yeah, can't kids. catch a break.
0: Nope. You know what's funny? Oh, well, actually, I should save that for when we're actually recording. Or when we're actually like doing the minute. Okay. Let's get started then. back everybody to Harry Potter and the Chamber of Minutes, the fan podcast that's overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Draco. And we have Crystal Beth back with us again. Welcome back, Crystal. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Very excited. Uh, Today we're talking about minute 79, which starts with a sad Harry. uh, And it ends, (laughs) it ends with a very insistent Ernie McMillan. Um, I'm excited we get to (laughs) talk about Ernie McMillan and like Hannah Abbott and like these Hufflepuff kids that aren't really in any of the other movies.
2: The uh, sad Harry visual was really great at the beginning there, Gary.
0: I know. Oh, <laughs> poor sad Harry. And a sad Harry. He's kind of sulking out of the room. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah.
2: But this is the, Hufflepuff, the Hufflepuff's minute to shine.
0: Yes. Yeah. So Harry, Harry like crosses out of the the, out of this little study hall alcove, and then comes back because he hears people talking about him.
2: Oh, and never do what, that! Just keep walking. Just yeah,
0: he should not just kept. He just should keep going. Especially because like Ron and Hermione are here, like, and, and this room isn't very big. I'm sure they can hear this conversation too. Yeah. Let let them relay the information later. Or not. Or don't even. Just, just yeah. Just find let out. it be. Just let it be. You could be you could pretend that everyone's just like everyone's suspicious but it doesn't go that far. They're not it's not that bad. Can I tell you how much I really 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 hate that Ernie McMillan starts this conversation with so anyway. Like, oh, I know. You weren't we're having talking. a conversation before this, so there is no so any like oh, as I was saying, like you weren't saying anything, Ernie.
2: <laughs> He's going as back to a conversation he
0: was having before
1: way. Harry, Ron, and Hermione were even there. Ugh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so weird. He's
1: just been waiting this long.
0: <laughs> so anyway <laughs> I told Justin. He so uh we okay, so we get these two kids. Ernie McMillan Well, there's a there's a group of them. Um the rest of them are just like unnamed students but the two that are like speaking back and forth we get ernie mcmillan and hannah abbott and uh they're both like i guess the close friends of justin finch fletchley like the three of them together make up the hufflepuff trio okay we talk about that like that how like jk rowling does this a lot like we have like the grouping of three like everyone's kind of paired up in threes Mm -hmm. and so we we have justin ernie and hannah uh, and, and Ernie's talking about how he told Justin to, like, hide in the dormitory because he believes that Harry Potter has marked him as the next victim. The next one. The next victim. I don't know. I think, like, I, I think that equating the the incident with the snake during Dueling Club with what's going on with the Chamber of Secrets is, like, a
2: big leap. Yep, me too. Harry
0: didn't produce the snake. Right. Right and they didn't hear what harry, what harry was saying to it but like harry stopped the snake from attacking justin we talked about uh, two days ago victoria how the snake like backed off i mean before it was destroyed by snape
1: i mean it 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 did but the time that it took for it to turn away and look like it was giving up or done with what it was doing or being like taken away uh, it was destroyed. Sure. So it could have been seen as, like, it just acknowledging oh, same, same Harry. Same
0: Justin's life. Right. As it just
1: acknowledging Harry, and then, like, Yeah, I and know, then being I'm destroyed. gonna get him. <laughs> Yeah, right? Like, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm well, doing Well, you're right. It. I mean, even Hermione said that it sounded like Harry was egging the snake on or something. Like,
1: literally, no one got the fact, even his, Two best friends like got the idea that he was actually like helping the situation. Yeah. Which is yeah. kinda telling. They all think it's all Harry's fault. So I don't think it's that big of a jump because again, they have in their mind like, oh, Muggleborn, Harry, Snake, like they're putting all these like things uh-huh. together, but there's like some little pieces missing here and there, and that's yeah. What they're not getting. But again, where they're eleven and twelve year olds, they're scared. They're worried and paranoid, and paranoia makes people do bad things, or don't make them think clearly.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, again, they're, like, 11, uh, adults would be worried, let alone, like, little 11, 12-year-old, 13-year-old kids I mean, that are yeah, just like, we, what's going we on? We don't the, know. Like
0: the, like, concern and anger that we saw between Gilderoy and Snape, too in regards to the situation. And everyone sort of rendered speechless as he was talking to this uh, of course
2: snake. Like, they didn't know that that was something that Harry could do.
1: Right. No, like, like I said, even his best friends didn't know.
2: And it's also one of those things where if you see it, whether he's talking, even the snake, when it looks at him, it kind of stops. I can picture kids thinking that the snake's waiting to see what the instructions are. Like, okay, exactly. where do you want me to like, buy oh, I'm going go to go for the neck?
1: Face? <laughs> I Some don't know. Meaty bits? Yeah. <laughs>
0: weenie bits <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> um, it, it's just it's so funny
1: <laughs> uh, I was wondering what she was reacting to and I'm like oh she's laughing at my meaty bits uh-huh, uh-huh. I
0: just... <laughs> yep it's so funny um, and, and and so we get Hannah asks like but why would Harry want to attack Justin and then Ernie has to go on and be like well Justin let it slip to Harry that, he was a, that he's a yeah. muggle-born um, in the book, in the book, I think that they do have the, like, just a little bit more dialogue here where he references that, like, like, didn't you hear what happened to Colin Creevy?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, oh, it already happened to, like, another kid. Yeah.
0: And I, I think that, like, in that case, you're right. Like, someone around Harry Potter has already been petrified. Like, it's not just Mrs. Norris anymore. Yeah. Like, it's happening to other students. So, I mean, it is suspicious. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. It's sad.
1: It, it is sad because it's like, obviously we know, because we're watching it, we read it, and that's not Harry. But, like, if you took all of that knowledge away and just went on the surface as to, like, what visually happened in front of the people, like, these kids. then yeah, it's really easy to jump to the fact that, like, oh, uh, there's something up with Harry. Maybe Harry's not so great. Mm. Yeah. Aww. So, I don't know. Like, I don't blame the kids at all. It's not their fault. Yeah. But it's how, like, things spiral out of control. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Still don't like Ernie McMillan.
1: He's he's being an instigator right now. He is. He is being an <laughs> instigator right now.
0: Let, we go a little bit further. Hannah asks, like, do you really think that Harry's the, the heir of Slytherin? And Ernie goes, Hannah? Uh, like he's he's, like a he's a so annoyed.
1: Yeah, like, like... Like, how dare you ask such a question that's so
0: obvious? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like so dismissive of what she has to say, and it
2: kind of bugs me. Like, you're well, you're kind of now we know why he's not in Ravenclaw. Ernie McMillan is <laughs> mansplaining, and I don't like Big it. Dumb idiot. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it either. <laughs>
0: Hannah, he's a parcel mouth. Everyone knows that's the mark of a dark wizard. Haven't have you ever heard of a decent one who could talk to snakes? It's racist. I know right? <laughs> they called Salazar Slytherin himself uh they called him Serpent Tongue. Serpent tongue. That's really funny. I just think of like like the tongue. <laughs> I I want I want I want like a wizard card of um, Salazar Slytherin and he looks all sinister and then like the little tongue comes out and it's like a snake tongue just like I think that'd be so cute. Oh, I don't think it's supposed to be cute. Serpent tongue. <laughs> we heard you speaking parcel mouth snake language <laughs> snake language serpent tongue sneeeple. I like I think <laughs> people huh, snake people oh my god it's so it's so silly all of this is so silly <laughs> a bit I just think the idea of talking to snakes is weird like why like why snakes I'm gonna ask this a million times yeah okay I've, I've, this is something that I've asked before on the show but I wanna ask Crystal do you do you think that there are wizards that can talk to other creatures like other than snakes
2: I don't know. I mean, I may, maybe there's a a spell or something you can cast, like in Dungeons and Dragons, oh, where you can like, like communicate, communicate with, the with an animal. Sure, oh. but I feel like snakes are they're associated with you know baddies, yeah, right, darkness and evil and all that nonsense,
1: right. Even going back, like if you want to be like religious about it, even in the Bible, yeah, like the serpent yeah. is always bad.
2: And I don't. I feel like the only other ant. It wouldn't make any sense for any other animals. I think the snakes good, only because we have a history again going back to the Bible of a the yeah being able people to talking talk. to snakes. Yeah, so that's like fair. it kind of goes Tell back me. to like oh okay, so Eve was a parcel mouth. Got it. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah. <laughs> there you that. go. She is the creator the of human sin. So there we go. Oh my god! You know I'm so intro. Oh, okay, I'm
0: suddenly like. We've, we've discussed. God, I didn't mean to get into theology here, but like we, we've been talking about like the whole, the like Christ thing, because all has been around since 382 BC, like before Christ, they celebrate Christmas, but like any of the miracles that Jesus performed seems like, like they could be done by a magic, wizard? but I've never considered about like the rest of the, Bibli- like the old Testament stories also yeah. being tied to like the world like wizarding this. world, stuff. like Adam and Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Eve is a parcel mouth. I like this.
2: <laughs> Makes you go back to all the books and be like, so Jonah was inside of a whale, and the and the wizards are like, no, he manifested a whale around himself so he could sail across the ocean. A Muggle saw him, and the guy was like, oh, it was it was God, he got eaten by a whale. right? Like, well, then you have Noah's
1: Ark, and so it's just like, oh, it's bigger on the inside. Yeah, it's how you he know, all like, the
0: animals two by two.
2: Exactly. Do, do you
0: think that, that Noah just did? Okay, could. Could, did Noah just like summon all the animals the way that like, like Ron? Uh, no, that that Draco summoned. The Draco him?
1: did. This is like zap. Is like oh here's two yeah. elephants. Well and then why like, bother oh, with the ark? Just
0: do that after the flood is over.
2: I like to picture know. or uh if he just made them level levitate. <laughs> 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 all right, he didn't but build a
0: real like- ark. He just he let them let- float above the flood. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that wouldn't look
1: awkward oh, at all.
2: It's so funny. Those animals
1: aren't like terrified, like floating there. Like, I what's just I going imagine,
0: on? like uh, you know, when you see like an elephant like swimming on like National Geographic or something. Yeah, but it's, it's in the air and it's, and it's just like it's, yeah, its legs like. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> oh, it's so silly. That's so silly. It's very silly.
1: I was gonna say, who's this? Like a lot of people who say like certain. um characters in pop culture are like time lords i'm like well what if they're wizards like what if dr doolittle was a wizard
0: yeah and that's why he, can yeah. Talk to
1: animals. he could talk to all the animals like you know like why not maybe like mary poppins people say it's a time lord i'm like well she
0: could be a witch too like yeah work. she just she cast slow fall on her on her umbrella right descended from <laughs> the sky <laughs> practically perfect in every way <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so silly we're gonna get some more D and D talk tomorrow. I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's so. Si- I didn't expect to have that conversation. Oh my god, I just I can't wait to get to Hagrid tomorrow, guys. Um, we still have this. Okay, so we still have this conversation though with Ernie and Hannah. <laughs> um, I think that this this bit, H- Hannah's response to to Ernie's comment about like serpent tongue, she says, "But Harry always seems so nice though," and like, the the girl playing Hannah Abbott. She looks so, like, I don't want to say, like, touched or, like, moved, but she seems so, like, sincere, but she seems almost, like, upset for Harry. Like, she's the she's, only one who's, like, on Harry's side. She's, like, very much
1: on, like, the verge of tears. Yeah, her eyes are like.
0: all, like, like full of, uh... Like, I don't, just, they're, they're, kinda they're, kinda they're, like, teary. watery. They're a little misty. She's... I I don't know. I like, like this Like a real Hufflepuff. Ugh. <laughs> Caring
2: and loving. Ugh.
1: <laughs> Why, she's so sweet. All empathetic and...
2: It's. I mean, she ends up
0: with Neville Longbottom after after everything.
1: Seeing her here and knowing that is just like, oh, of course you do. Like, yeah, you, Aw. of course it's you so do. Cutest couple.
0: Um, I didn't really. T- uh, the two of them, Ernie and Hannah. I have their, the names of the actors that I wrote down. Um, Ernie's played by a kid named Louis Doyle, and Hannah's played by a girl named Charlotte it's Skeoch. It's S K E O C H. And the two of them only have two movie credits, and it's this movie and Goblet of Fire. All right. Oh wow. They were cut from this movie, and I honestly have no idea where they show up in Goblet of Fire. Yeah, I'm like, well, I don't remember. Do they even get lines? Probably not. Yeah. I have to rewatch it and keep an eye out for them next time, I guess. I, I they're probably just present at one of the events, like that's, that's yeah, what I would in think. the stands or something.
1: Well, yeah, because if they're Hufflepuffs and they're there for Cedric.
0: Oh God! Yeah. Duh. Aw. They're cheering for of them. Hufflepuff. Their fellow Hufflepuff. I mean, he always seems so nice. After all, he did make You-Know-Who disappear. And, uh, <laughs> er- Ernie-, Ernie has the stupidest... <laughs> I mean, I'll elaborate on it tomorrow, but he's like, that's probably what made You-Know-Who want to kill him in the first place. Wh- oh. What? That so he, he, was was a-
1: he was a an parcel infant- mouth? Or no, the heir maybe, of
0: Slytherin? Maybe. maybe be, yeah. It's not like every heir of Slytherin goes on to be a bad guy. That's true. That's true.
1: So like, either you're insinuating that Voldemort would want to kill him because he's a Parcel Mouth or because he's the heir of Slytherin. Which is it? Well, Both we'll, are...
0: We'll get deeper into it tomorrow, but yeah. I think because Ernie Ernie's theory is that Harry Potter, infant Harry, was gonna be like a challenge to Voldemort, so he was gonna go murder him in his crib instead of. Uh, well, as you said, this is
1: there's a big reason why Ernie McMillan is isn't a Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> you're,
0: you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's like yeah, uh, that's why. He's just he's a little irrational here.
1: Hannah is obviously very much a Hufflepuff.
0: Oh, she's so cute.
1: Just but he always seems so nice though. Like her eyebrows and everything. Yeah, just nice. everything
0: about this particular like just the end of the last line that she has this like 48 seconds or whatever in the minute like there's so much concern and like empathy mm-hmm. in yep. her performance i'm surprised that this girl never did anything else
1: right and i'm like you're kind of good like you yeah honed the skill and done more stuff why
0: not i mean that yeah. must be the thing that like she she was just whoever they were casting or who was talking to was just like oh like you have the empathy that we want this character to have in this particular sequence
1: well the assumption is like you, you can't just assume that like, just because like a kid was in a movie that they would want to continue on with a movie type career sure yeah they, they, like, i don't like, have a regular this life
2: was fun but i'm shy and quiet and i want to be in that library now oh yeah right like i just want
0: to do oh, my own Hannah thing
2: Abbott. i'm so yeah just
0: based on this minute alone, I'm really happy that she and Neville get together.
1: Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's like oh, I think it's that's very cute. cute. It's very yeah. cute. As much as like, I mean, the movies, the movies play like, like Neville and Luna are gonna get together. Right? Which would have been yeah. cute too. Which would have been cute too. You're right. But I, I think I think that Neville kind of needs someone who's like tender like this.
1: I think finding out that Luna actually got with like the grandson of of Newt Scamander yeah. is even Oops. better. Like pretty His name awesome. is Rolf. Rolf? Yeah.
2: Rolf
1: Scamander. Scamander? Yeah. Okay. I
2: don't know
1: if I like that name, but okay. <laughs> it's like, sure. Like, it makes me think of Rolf the dog. And I'm like, I know. Okay. I
2: know.
0: That's what I, I think, weird. too. But, Maybe hey. that's why.
1: But again, like I think the fact that she got with a Scamander, basically. Is I mean, like, that makes sense. Or, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, this is pretty great.
2: And so I, I yeah, mean, That's exactly who she's supposed to be with.
1: Yeah. Like, what if he can't see Thestrals and she can?
2: <gasps> Aww. She can help. Aww. She can help.
0: But how is she gonna help him see thesters? That's not Z. Oh, that's that's dark. He's no. like, oh you wanna see some festivals? Um, I'll show you some thrills. <laughs> oh that's
1: awful. No What I meant was that she could describe them or she could draw them or she could tell him <sighs> yes, things. You I, know. Know. I don't
2: care what Lord. you meant, I am scared of you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: <laughs> oh, so funny. I don't so know. Hey, funny. sometimes
1: Luna can get kind of scary. Some of the things that she says, yeah, you're she just does. like,
0: "What the hell?" Okay, Luna. I don't know. I'm just letting this conversation. Ernie McMillan's play. such a jerk. He is. Uh, I want to smack him Ernie in Ernie McMillan looks so much littler than the rest of his table. Littler. He looks like yeah. a first year. I know he's not. I mean, I. I I
1: mean, he looks like he's not that height difference between the person that's next to him.
0: Yeah, I guess it'd be... I just, I want to see... Hannah looks tall. She does look tall. Like, just sitting down, she seems, like, very tall. I want to see him standing next... I feel like he would be, like, Colin Creevy's height.
1: I feel like at this point, <laughs> like... Like, aw. I feel like at this point, like, Hannah is probably taller than Neville.
0: Yeah, probably. Because Neville seems Neville's very... Not very tall. Small not at yet. this point. Not yet. He grows. I mean, yeah, he'll, that. he'll have a growth spurt at some point. Between like four and five, I think is when it happens. Yeah, that's what I was I was
1: trying to think. I'm like, what? Ta- what? When does it happen? That between one year it's like, oh and the next year you're like, whoa.
0: Well, no, it's it's funny because like it's one of those like when you see him the first time on the train in Deathly Hollows, it's just like, that's Neville. When yeah. did that happen?
1: It's uh. like, did I fall asleep? Like, what's going? <laughs> what's going on?
2: Someone cast a spell on him.
1: <laughs> Aw. Magic plastic surgery.
2: That's weird. I mean,
0: Hermione does use a spell to fix her teeth in yeah. *Goblet of Fire*. So it makes
1: me think: like, do you not have to diet? Like, like oh I want to be thinner.
0: Wait, no, but like, we we ta- um, nearly headless Nick got his uh got his got beheaded because. He attempted like a cosmetic spell on like a princess the, or something, and,
1: and they didn't do good. No, no, it didn't go well. But like Hermione was able to get her teeth done, no problem. Did she do it herself? As far as I remember, no, someone no, else. Did. No, no, the nurse did. Oh, weird. Yeah. When she went to fix it, like she just like had her continue. Oh. Instead of it being like how she was to like even smaller and like Interesting. to fix it. So I'm like it. It successfully can be done. So I'm. I'm just thinking of like insecure. You know how insecure girls can be. they would be like, oh my, I'm, like, I'm not growing boobs. And like, <laughs> like you know, some kind of yeah. spell, or like they get to, you know their weight or some other thing. Even guys, like I want to be more muscular. Like, what's to stop you from like just altering yourself? I don't know with magic.
0: Well, we know that that's we know that you can do. Like, I mean, beyond Hermione changing her, her teeth or whatever, we know that you can use magic to change how you look because Ron disguises himself as a Death Eater when they go into mm-hmm. the, in Gringotts, in in Deathly Hallows Part 2. Right. And he doesn't use polyjuice. Yeah. It's, ma- it's like magic. Yeah. He gives off a beard and he changes his hair. and
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's possible. Weird.
2: Maybe it doesn't stay. Maybe that's the big thing. But I mean, Hermione's teeth stay. Don't, yeah, they fixed. don't grow. But you I have, have to be like really advanced. Like she's a right. nurse. Yeah, that's true.
0: Pomfrey. That's true. Pomfrey knows her stuff. Oh, she definitely does. We talked about this. I think that she might be the most one of the most accomplished. She. I mean, because she is a school nurse. Mm-hmm. Like the the things that she must deal with in taking care of these kids means she's got to be a more accomplished witcher witch than most of the other people that come into Hogwarts. Like right. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I think magic. Plus biology is... Touchy. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be careful. Yeah.
1: Again, or already end up like nearly headless Nick and <laughs>
0: screwing something up and getting Getting yourself. your head chopped 48 times. But not off. Well, it was a blunt axe.
1: I'm sorry, but even with a blunt axe, I would think 48 times would do the trick, but...
0: I mean, maybe he just got really tough sinew. Ugh. <laughs> Jeez. Gross. I know. I know, right? Like, alright. I know. I'm sorry, guys. Thanks. I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we have anything else for this, like, back and forth between the Hufflepuff kids? Mm, no, I do not. Yeah, I think uh, I think that was all I had for this one. Cool. Awesome. Uh, thank
2: you again, of course, for being here.
0: Would you like to let everyone know one more time where they can find you, Crystal?
2: Sure. Uh, you can do that on social media at The Crystal Beth. And if you go to iTunes and search The Fifth Element it- or Unlimited Lives Radio, which is a video game podcast, yeah. you can find me talking there. Go do that, because Crystal's the best, and uh,
0: huh. <laughs> and come back tomorrow as we wrap up the week with Minute 80 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Mischief, Mischief Managed. managed. <laughs>